Testing. Hello, my sexy shadies. This is your curvaceous curtain caller, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his blinds bombshell, Beware the Hairy Mango. Happy Cinco de Mucho Mango Mayo. I'm assuming you've skipped work to take care of your health with gallons of booze and corn chips that are actually solid triangles of salt. Hey, I'm not judging, only pointing out that the tequila worm was the most nutritious thing you've had all day. Today's story is all about finding the answer to all your problems, or to everybody else's problems. If you think you've got problems, wait till you get a load of emails, Magic Wiener. Email's Magic Wiener by Matthew Sanborn Smith. For email, the better part of an hour only lasted a couple of minutes, but it was great. Circus people gave him candy, random strangers gave him invasive massages, and money made itself so he wouldn't have to. But then came the worst part of an hour, which lasted for seven minutes. Thugs kicked him, children blew their noses on him, and rugby players stuck their windshield wipers inside of him. After that, he was relieved to see the worst part of an hour when he went to work at the sausage factory, and they always yelled at him that he was nine minutes late. Times were tight at the sausage factory, and the managers had to keep coming up with things to put in the sausage that were cheaper than regular meat. People kept complaining about finding weird stuff in their sausage. What they didn't know is that it was meant to be in there. It wasn't meant to be found was the only problem. Valerie, who had worked across the line from email for years, had found a steady supplier for what she told them was ground raccoon hoof. And bang, just like that, she had gotten promoted. Email needed something like that. All this government regulation was keeping the businessman down. If only they'd allow a higher percentage of rat feces in the food, email could clean up, literally and figuratively. It just wasn't fair. But then, it was the better part of an hour again, and an enormous genie appeared when email was absentmindedly rubbing a tarnished old penis he'd found at a pawn shop. Yes! Email exclaimed. Now he was set for life. After enduring an enthusiastic sandpapering for the worst part of an hour, Email returned to the factory and presented his supervisors with 24,000 pounds of fresh genie meat. They immediately promoted him to regional manager, which was way more awesome than it sounded, because they only had the one factory and the rest of the region was his to do with as he wished. Being a canny fellow, Email ordered all his new subjects from the surrounding lands to buy sausage from his company's factory. Fearing for the health of his new tax-paying revenue source, he told them not to eat it, just buy it. But eat it they did, because Ground Genie was the most delicious substance in the universe. Plus it made your bowels dance, in a good way, like the tango, when most of the other ingredients in those sausages made them dance in a bad way, like the pogo. It was amazing the difference between them, even though they both came from the Go family of dances. And instead of giving you the usual case of the foxtrots afterward, these new Genie sausages gave you what you wished for the most. Kids everywhere pooped out the toys they'd been dreaming of ever since they saw them on some slick commercial earlier that day. One lady who saw the Miss America contest made a diamond tiara in her toilet the next day. The people who loved to eat were set for life. They pooped out the most delicious food imaginable, and when they ate it, the cycle started all over. They never had to go grocery shopping again. Nobody used the toilet anymore for fear of flushing something valuable. Every day was like Christmas from your butt. One guy shot himself a Lamborghini because he loved passing cars in more ways than one, and lonely people all over the region crapped out their one true loves. Everybody was so happy they made Emil president of the world, but poor Emil was miserable and turned his back on all of it. He was the only person who wouldn't eat the sausages because he was the only one who knew everything that went into them. If only he had tried it, he could have defecated a better outlook on life. But as it was, he wandered the streets, broken homeless. He spent the rest of his life searching for a second chance while rubbing any tarnished old penis he could find. Now before you ask where in the world he was finding all these penises, the word had gotten out at the rest homes and those guys were lining up. 
If this story brought out the worst in you, you can shake it and other hot dogs at the machination of the websploitation BewareTheHairyMango.com. Hover creepily in the comments for this post or fans email me and we'll show off our pants at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or feast on delicious cat food at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. The SF and SF signal stands for Solemn Fiesta, the worst party we've ever been to. After 17 rounds of pin the tail on the bulletin board and a punch bowl full of water-flavored Kool-Aid, we try dancing to the sound of Patrick Hester's electric football game from 1983. We can't even go home because we threw all our keys in a basket and then we lost the basket. It's a shame that we at SF Signal are the ones who are throwing the party. We probably should have thrown it a little harder. Twitter your atom splitter that all the most radiant victims follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Forget those failed key parties. If you want real intimacy, try taking a decontamination shower with 12 people at a time. All my best donations come by way of the donate button on the homepage. My worst donations show up in a bloody burlap bag on my doorstep. Do the first kind, please. This podcast spurts wildly from an unmanned fire hose connected to a gigantic vat filled with the sweat of oppressed workers all over a pack of rutting dogs made of living finger paints from which bionic fireflies shoot off in all directions like sparklers lighting the darkened alleys between Kino halls filled with barbecue trucks which are in turn packed with a Creative Commons attribution on commercial share like four until 7-Eleven is totally fucking buried by 7-12, this should have been Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you, you can take the boy out of the farm, but you can't take the farm out of the boy. Which is a shame, because it's harvest time, and we're going to have to slice him open and take out his rutabagas. Good night. Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share, like... Uh, 4.0 international license, I fucked that up.